Welcome to the Love in the Fight podcast. My name is Travis Rosinger, and we are excited to have you with us today. Relationships are all around us. They're everywhere. Healthy relationships hold the key to success in life. The best kind of relationships, they're filled with love. Whatever you're fighting for, part of why we are doing this podcast is that we want to encourage you today to fight for love. I know personally that throughout my life, I've enjoyed fighting for love, but it's been tough some days, but then other days, it's been easy, amazing, incredible. But no matter how good or bad it's been, it's been worth it. It always is. Again, we want to thank you for being here with us today. We're going to be focusing on relationships often in this podcast, but we're going to be taking different roads as to how to get there, but we're certainly going to be talking about love. I'm joined today by my co-host, my beautiful wife, Dawn Rosinger. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Just a little background information on Travis and I. We are actually high school sweethearts, so we've been married for a little while. Along the way, we've had the opportunity to raise two amazing kids. We love Jesus, we love people, and we absolutely love encouraging marriages. Well, we're so excited that you guys are here with us today. We wanted to just start off by telling you a story of something that actually happened to us. You remember this, right, Don? Yeah, just about a year ago, I think, right? Well, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, we were at our house and we walked downstairs and I went into our laundry room. And as I walked into our laundry room, I immediately noticed that something wasn't quite right. Yeah, we think we both did. I think something on our feet. Yeah, our it was... So awful. Uh, Immediately, I realized that my socks were wet. You guys know the feeling when your socks are wet. It is gross. And I looked down. Between your toes. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) I looked down and realized that there were there was water in our laundry room. Mm -hmm. And I looked over where it was coming from to to figure that out. And I realized that it was coming out of the wall from our uh, basement wall. But the cool thing was, is it was coming out right next to a drain, which was really really cool. And it wasn't going into the rest of our basement. Now, I could have just looked at you, Don, and said, well, the problem is we just need to clean up the water and that'll fix it. But we also realized that we needed to do something about it, that that just cleaning up the water wasn't going to fix it. So I remembered, I'm like, okay, wait, there's a drain outside of the Mm -hmm. wall. So I got my shoes on. I went outside. Now this was spring. And so there were banks of snow and it was starting to melt. And there's water everywhere outside. Yep, there's usually lots of snow last year. Tons. Tons of snow. And I looked down and the drain that normally drains the water away from the house, far out kind of into the edge of our lawn, I looked down and it was packed with mm-hmm. snow and ice. In fact, it, it was just one big pool of water. Yeah. So I quickly grabbed a shovel, busted it out, and all the water instantly drained out. And I went back downstairs and it wasn't coming in. It no, no longer was coming into our basement. And that was kind of cool, wasn't it, Don? It was, it was such a relief. It's funny because I didn't even know that drain was there when we bought the house. But you right away remembered that there was a drain up um, up upstairs. And you went and you were able to unplug it. But man, what a relief because this was so unusual for our house to ever get water in the basement. I thought it was a huge problem. Never happened. No. But it was kind of cool because we're not like the most handy people in the world. But we yeah. fixed it. Absolutely. And we fixed it quick, quickly. Uh, Part of why we bring that up, though, is because it reminds us of marriage. So Mm -hmm. often that's like conflict. You know, you're standing in water. It's between your toes. It's soaked up your socks. It's irritating. It's frustrating. It's gross. It's like, oh, what is going on? 
And so often in, in marriage, there's conflict in the moment. And it's like, wow, what are we going to do? How are we going to get out of this? But we wanted to talk to you guys about this concept called Up the River conflict resolution. And that, that's what this basement situation reminds us of that. Absolutely. So often we're in a conflict situation in our marriage and really it was something maybe from days ago, maybe it was from a year ago that if we would have worked on or fixed it, we wouldn't be in conflict today. And this concept really comes from sociologist Irving Zola. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, uh, there's this story that goes with it. So it's this, fascinating, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So he kind of tells this story about how a guy was going to the river one day, and maybe he was just going to go fish or something or hang out. And all of a sudden, he's standing on the riverbank, and a, a child goes floating by. Mm-hmm. And he sees this child, and he knows this child's going to die, so drowned. And so he jumps in, and he grabs the child, and he pulls the child out. Right when he gets back to shore, he looks back in the river, and he, he saved this child. But suddenly, he sees another one, yeah. and then another one, and another one. And he keeps pulling them out. And finally, there's a, another one or two uh, people there that are helping him pull uh, the kids out. And, and suddenly, he's just like, wait a second, I'm going to run up the river. And so he yeah. takes off running. Well, one of the other people there shouts at him and says, where are you going after all these kids keep floating down the river? And he's like, I'm going to go up the river and find out who's throwing these kids in. Mm-hmm. And it's just the idea that you can try to deal with the situation in the moment. And that's great. You need to. But it's so much more important to go up the river and find out where did the conflict start to begin with. Absolutely. And I think that's so important in marriage because this person, and I know that story, you're like, it kind of is shocking because you're like, who's throwing babies in the river? Um, but it makes so much sense because what he was trying to do, he was trying to be proactive. He was going to stop the problem further up um, rather than just re- be reactive and, and grab the babies. He wanted to be proactive. And with marriage, that's the same thing. We need to be proactive in our marriage. We need to have that up the river conflict resolution mindset. And I know just in our own marriage yeah. um, that we've had to do this many times, even <laughs> like right away from the beginning. I don't know. You remember when we first married, I, I hated conflict, like to a point where I would just literally just either be completely silent or I would leave. So, you know, they always talk about fight or flight. I was definitely the flighter. Yeah. I wanted nothing to do with conflict. Because honestly, I just didn't know how to deal with it. We, I grew up in a setting where it wasn't super, you know, comfortable, and I didn't know how to deal with it. And I was so different. I was like, you, you were, you were like, hit the brakes, yeah. let's get out of here. But I was so like, let's hit the gas pedal, let's sit down at the kitchen table and hash it out, and kind of, kind of wrestle and fight and make it get it get get through the conflict. Absolutely, so different. And it might have been because you came from conflict that was painful yes, growing up. Absolutely. But I came from conflict that was like in your face and let's have fun with this and it's not a bad thing and so it was like oil and water when we first got married yeah difficult very different personalities too right Don absolutely and I I assume that when we had conflict it was going to escalate to something that was not good where conflict to you was something where you went through it and you solved it Mm. and you came out on the other and actually stronger and so I just wasn't used to that style but I remember for about five years I was pretty much silent in our arguments or I would leave and I knew how much it frustrated you but I was just I was scared about you know conflict and trying to deal with it but one day I literally had to stop and I realized that I was kind of um, destroying our marriage in a way where uh, it was so frustrating to you that we would have conflict and I wouldn't say anything and I had to decide that day you know what I'm going to learn how to deal with conflict in itself it's funny we're talking about up 
Up the River Conflict Resolution. And my story is about conflict, about how I had to learn to deal with conflict. But I had to, I remember just one day thinking to myself, by not talking to you or by leaving, I was just telling you that honestly, you, you didn't matter. Like what you thought in dealing with conflict, like our marriage didn't matter. Um, yeah. But I realized one day, no, it did. It, it was important. I needed to work on it. It was sending the wrong message, right? Absolutely, and so yep. the up the river piece is you had to learn to communicate I did. very differently. Absolutely. And that affected each individual uh, piece, you know, uh, conflict time that we were having conflict. Yep. I literally had to just change my mindset and decide, you know what, I need to, I, I love my husband so much and I learned to, I need to learn to deal with conflict and realize that not all conflict is bad, that conflict can actually make your marriage stronger. Um, and I just had to learn how to communicate with you. I had to learn how to express myself and feel comfortable knowing that I'm going to express myself to the man that I love and it's going to be okay. And it's actually going to make our marriage stronger. Um, I just had to learn to change my thinking about communication and I had to stay engaged. I had to make sure that I was willing to share my feelings with you um, and speak, actually use my words Which was so and good. not leave at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and me, for me, it was like winning the lottery and of course I was overcompensating. You would shut down and I would talk 10 times as yes, much. Yep, yep. So it really started to balance out our marriage and I was so grateful for that and I, I started to back down a little bit more and a good example of that in marriage is, uh, you know, maybe you're having, as you're listening, you and your marriage and your spouse, you're having a lot of conflict around the idea of finances. And maybe yeah. things are, are just difficult over and over again. You're bickering about this, you know, this bill or, or about this late payment or whatever it is. And, and the upper, up the river concept for you in the area of finances is finally sitting down after all these years and making a budget. Right. And just, right. just going through the hard work of making a budget. And then realizing the benefit of that instantly, that it starts to, you know, really put your marriage on the same page. I know, Don, you and I, that was one thing we were able to pull off somehow yeah. in the craziness yeah. of not being very good at being and married. Being young, yeah, being very young. Yeah, we early on, we, we just said, okay, let's get on the same page financially. And it's, it hasn't made everything perfect. But it it helped. Now I know, but it's cool when you think about that with just making the budget. That's like that's like going to that drain and removing the ice. It really from is. The, you know, from the, the drain that was causing water to come into our basement. If we went to, with a budget, if you don't make that, you're just going to constantly have this, the water in your basement. So just go and remove the ice way up on the top. And just, again, you're just being proactive. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review, and be sure to subscribe. We would also love to hear from you, so feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. I know for us, Don, in our marriage, because we're so flawed and we mess up so much and we have moments where we bicker or, or get frustrated or have conflict. Absolutely. You know, one thing that we like to practice as a couple is we really like to go back to the Bible. Yeah. And just say, what what's a Jesus centered marriage? What does that look like? What is a, a biblical marriage? And for us And I'm in, so thankful that there's a model to follow. We yes. don't have to go into his blind. Absolutely. It's really a manual for marriage. Absolutely. 
And one of the passages that we really like in the area of up the river conflict resolution is Ephesians chapter four and it's verses two through three. Here's what it says. It says, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. That's mm-hmm. the first part of the the verse. And and that's really for us the 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 planning, the sitting down, running up the riverbank and and making sure that you're patient and you're making allowances and you're planning. That's the planning side, but the rest of it says make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. And then that's walking it out, yeah. you know, making sure that you're, you're having those allowances, that you're planning, but then the, the being united in spirit is the walking it out and saying, okay, we are committed to our marriage so that we have made those plans and now uh, we have busted out the ice from the drain yep, exactly. and we can, we can live this out. Now, Don, I you love and that, I... At the end of that verse, it just says, binding yourself together with peace. Who does not want a peaceful I know. marriage? I think... Um, marriage, again, it's difficult, like you said, and, and people, we do have conflict, but there definitely is by just even just opening up God's word, there's so much truth in there. If we're actually following this out, there is, it is very possible to have an amazing marriage, to have that peace Absolutely. in your marriage. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Don. And I think um, there are couples listening right now where you're at the end of your rope, or maybe you've been struggling a lot in your marriage, maybe with your communication or your conflict, or you get into conflict and you can't get out. And so we just want to encourage you, don't hang on, yeah. uh, go ahead and just really take some time and be focusing. What does the Bible say about marriage and yeah. about relationships, yeah. specifically about your marriage. Uh, I want to encourage you, don't give up, yes, especially don't. during this difficult time, right? Absolutely. It is a difficult time. And even, even I mean, some of you guys are married and you have kids and that, that makes it even more difficult or more stressful because now you're, you know, obviously you're, you're parenting and then you're trying to provide for them, but then you have your marriage and all those things together combined can actually, it's very stressful. And especially right now, the days that we're living oh, in Oh, completely. And it's important, I think, too, to be reminded that it's it's very normal to have conflict is, in yeah. the middle of difficult situations, yeah. whether it's you know raising kids or going through a, a tough situation yeah. in our society. But I, I know you and I, Don, there's a couple things that we practice. You know, we're not rocket scientists. No. We don't know everything there is to know about marriage. We have a flawed marriage. We make... Yeah mistakes and have conflict but there's a couple things we wanted to share with our listeners yeah. today it just just some things that we apply on a regular basis that help our marriage so Absolutely. a couple of them are I know the first thing and th- this is something uh, that we, we pray together every single day and this is something that we didn't get right in the beginning of our Not marriage at all. <laughs> and literally I think until almost 10 years it wasn't yeah. that's when we decided we will pray together every day because you know why when we pray together every single day and we do it majority of the time in the morning morning, we are declaring to God that we are dependent upon him. Honestly, we can't do our marriage alone. There is no way. We are two flawed human beings trying to live together under one roof with two different personalities. We can't do it. By pr- but by praying together, we're saying, God, we need you. We invite you. We want you. God, be the Lord of our marriage. Absolutely. And that's really made one of the biggest differences uh, in our marriage mm-hmm. over the years is just having a commitment to do that. I think the second thing too is creating uh, a space for two-way uh, conversation yeah. or sharing communication. Yeah. And that's really important. Isn't it is. It? I mean, it's funny. It's two-way sharing. And I, I feel like sometimes when it comes to communication, we're kind of, we're, we're in reverse roles. 
a lot of times the woman t- typically communicates more, but you are the communicator. I am definitely the communicator um, in our marriage. Creating space for two-way sharing. I know that I'm a good listener, but I need to share my feelings with you because I, I know you want to hear them. Yes. But making sure that I'm willing to open up my mouth. That's my choice. I have to choose to open my mouth and share my feelings and my thoughts with you. And I think that's interesting whether it, a couple takes uh, an hour a week and they have kind of a family meeting you know, or, or a conversation about yeah. their marriage, about their lives, or it's just a couple date nights a week. Yeah. Whatever it is, carving that out and being committed to that and then being committed to the process Absolutely. of like, you, Don, you're a great listener, but but making sure that you're communicating. Yep. Now, the third thing that I can think of is is really practicing good listening yeah. skills, and that's the area that I, you know, I'm I, I don't mind talking, I don't mind communicating, but being a good listener. And so I I was horrible to be married to probably the first five years of our marriage. I mean, it was rough. Yes. I could communicate, but I wasn't a good listener. And you're you're a great listener now. It's something that I know we had to learn to do. I know they always say that if you're already planning what you're going to say next, then you're really not listening to your spouse. So if, as you're as you're listening as your spouse is communicating don't be planning your next what you're going to respond because a lot of times that's defensive anyways but just make sure that you're listening through and then choose your words yeah and i and i would say too um i would say pay attention to the little things that's the fourth thing that we would share you know i i just really love uh thinking to myself, okay, what is what what is going to encourage Don today? What is going to uh, help our marriage? And so just paying attention to those little things. The the fifth thing I would say is plan fun uh, experiences. And I like the word fun. I, my acronym for that is fully undeserved nothing. Uh, yes, <laughs> so, I know. I, we always, we tease each other that like our days off, it's like recess all day long. Like <laughs> make sure that you have recess. Make sure that you're yes. playing. Make sure that you're out there having fun laughing. If you're not laughing in your marriage then honestly it's going to struggle because life is hilarious there's so many funny crazy things to laugh at but take that time to just go and play and have fun and even if you have kids put them to bed early or you know get up earlier in the morning but just make sure you have that yeah. time together yeah and I, I think it's just new experiences yes. too new experiences uh do something incredible to a marriage yeah. The sixth thing, maybe you could take that yeah. away, Don, but the sixth thing is, is I think, really important to be able yeah. to make uh, a marriage last for a long haul. And this is just extending grace. So grace for mistakes, lots of forgiveness. Again, I think that marriage can be difficult, but you, we need to extend grace to each other. There's days that I'm going to wake up on the wrong side of the bed. I mean, honestly, I'm not, you're the morning person, you jump out of bed. I'm I'm a morning person, but I'm just more quiet. But we just make sure that we have um, room for mistakes because you know what? We're going to make them. We and are. if I'm going to make a mistake and I expect you to give me grace, I better be extending grace to you. And honestly, Jesus is the best model for this. He gave us grace um, freely and continuously give it every day. Absolutely. And the seventh thing that we wanted to share was just gratitude, having yeah. gratitude in your marriage. And I know in our marriage, just me constantly thinking uh, about how grateful I am that you're staying in this marriage, that you love me, that you contribute, that you want to go do those fun things and that you give me forgiveness. But just that ongoing gratitude, I think waking up every morning and going, wow, my spouse is laying right next to me. That is so amazing. That's incredible. I think with that is like every time I wake up every morning, I look at you and I'm like, you chose me. Right. You chose me every single day that you're here. You are choosing to stay in this marriage and to stay engaged. And I'm just so grateful for that. 
I can't imagine living life alone. Yeah, do, do you drive me nuts? Absolutely, you drive me <laughs> I do nuts. drive you nuts. I mean, when you floss and there's stuff in the mirror, sometimes it drives me crazy. Or if you leave the toilet seat up and I fall <laughs> in the toilet multiple times, I, it drives me nuts. But honestly, I'm so grateful for you. Yeah, but let's be honest. I was cured of that one time when I left the toilet seat up and then I sat in it and splashed. Ah, it was disgusting, yeah, horrible. Yeah, I'm good at that now. I put the toilet seat down. <laughs> yeah, but I'm grateful for you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I I just want to, again, to encourage the couples that are are listening, those Mm -hmm. of you that, um, you know, in your marriage, maybe maybe you're going through that tough time. Just know this. God is on your side. You can do it. Or, you know, maybe your marriage is going really, really well. Keep your foot on the gas pedal. Keep loving the fight. Don't back down. It's such a a good thing. You know, Don and I were really encouraged. We met a couple a few years back and it was amazing. When I met him, he was so uh, full of life and joy. And then he quickly introduced me to his wife. And I was like, this couple, they're like dynamite. And they were in their 80s. And I remember just talking to them. I think they had been married for like 50 some years or 60 years. But I remember talking to him and he's like, yeah, but we weren't always happily married and we weren't always married. And I was, uh, it piqued my curiosity. And then he went on to say, you remember this, Don, he went on to say that they had um, actually gotten divorced. Yeah, in their 30s uh, or 40s, I think they said. I think they that's what they said. That. Yeah. They had gotten divorced and were divorced for about a year or two, but they, they just, uh, obviously God's grace was there and yep. they kept praying and they had a desire to restore their marriage. And they eventually got remarried. And here we met them, you know, 20 years later or whatever, 25 years later, and they were so happily married. I remember they would always hold hands and they'd, they would just laugh together. It's like they were in that honeymoon phase. Absolutely. And I think maybe they just, they stopped taking everything so seriously, all the little things that would drive them crazy. But we just wanted to encourage you with that, uh, that God is with you. And if God can restore a marriage like that, where they got divorced and were that way for a couple of years, man, he absolutely can get you through those things, the the different kinds of things that you have conflict over. So again, up the river, conflict resolution is proactive. Absolutely. We want to make sure that we're being proactive in our marriage rather than reactive. It's it's easier kind of to be reactive. Totally. In the moment, you're frustrated, your feelings are there, your emotions are high, and you're reacting a lot of times negatively. But how about we, instead of being reactive, let's focus on being proactive and finding that drain, finding that, that plug drain, pulling the ice out, mm. letting the water flow through, and honestly, I think you're just, you're going to have a much happier marriage. Yeah. The next time there's a conflict, just stop in the middle of that conflict and say, okay, what caused this? Yeah. yeah there's the conflict, but there must be something else that's causing it and, and even making the conflict repetitive. So again, we want to uh, thank you for joining us today. It's been great having you here and we're looking forward to spending time with you uh, at our next podcast. And don't forget, you guys continue to, to keep loving the fight. It's worth it, you guys. You can do it. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight podcast. We really enjoyed having a chance to talk through the idea of up the river conflict resolution. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. If this podcast encouraged you in any way, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, and other social media channels. Please subscribe if you have not subscribed, and please click like and leave a review. See you next time.